Welcome to 100 Ways, your simple reminder that you are home wherever you are and that everything is right the way it is right now. I'm your host, Laura Christine, fellow explorer of consciousness and this amazing, beautiful world. Let's get curious, dive into the duh, and find out what's here for us today. Welcome to 100 Ways. This is your daily exploration of self and soul. I'm your host and fellow explorer, Laura Christine. Let's dive in and find our way home. Hey, this is the continuation of the conversation I had with Mike, although we totally shifted gears today. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this one, too. I usually have several ideas kind of swirling around through the course of the week Mm -hmm. from a mental health perspective one that has been kind of at the front of my mind has been the way that we understand disorders the way i've been thinking about this lately has been a diagnosable disorder is a little misleading and at times unhelpful what i've been noticing with people that i've been working with is that there's this constant for everybody pain, trauma, and dislocation. And then there's different constellations of symptoms that people start to develop and express, but it's centered. And sometimes there's a lot of different pain points. Everyone I've worked with has had significant childhood trauma. They, you know, as adults live in systems that oppress them. And then with their mental health symptoms, the oppression continues. So I don't even know that it's important to pinpoint any actual individual source of pain, but that it's there. And people learn different ways of coping with their pain in ways that appear and functionally are dysfunctional. But in an effort to try to understand that, we diagnose people. We categorize those symptoms in ways that correspond to certain medications, uh, certain things therapeutic techniques. But so far, and I'm kind of still a babe at this, so like I don't want to say that what I know is truth. So far, what I've seen is it's all coming from the same source. And I wonder if that's really what we need to be treating rather than the symptoms, which would be a fundamentally different way of approaching mental health. This is why we need more people like you in mental health. (laughs) Thank you. Interesting you say that. I talked to my therapist about this, and she also shares this perspective. uh, And she's been working in community mental health for almost 25 years. And she feels that people who are willing to take that broader, kind of more inclusive, less partializing uh, approach, it's like becoming a disruptor to the system, which is actually like incredibly important. Oh, so... Maybe mm, I should get that maybe degree. You should get that degree. <laughs> maybe this is just me trying to talk you into that mental health degree. Yeah. We need, well, we need more disruptors. Well, I definitely, I guess, am ultimately confused about why this whole world and really all of the medical system has not, in the West, has not approached health from that perspective. And it's a spiritual pers- I think it's because it's a spiritual perspective. They're, we're spiritually broken. 
we're spiritually impoverished. Very. And if we think about ourselves as mind, body, and spirit, as that's what composes ourself. You know, we've developed all of these ways of focusing just on the physical, the the corporeal. I'm not saying corporeal. Cor- corporeal. Did I say that right? Between the two of them, it's probably in there. <laughs> but it's coming from people who have trained in these very highly intellectualized ways who are not necessarily in touch with their own spirit, with Mm. their own emotional body, really only their physical body. Yet they are our experts and our guiding light. So that's the direction that our entire way of healing goes according to people who've been trained in med school. Most people focus on problems and not solutions and they see problems all around them and think that they have to dig for the solutions when actually when we are quiet and again at home in Mm -hmm. ourselves, the solutions are there. It's a matter of focus, really. I guess because I did yoga teacher training in 2008, that's when I really recognized how backwards the world seemed to be to me. It almost validated me. It definitely validated me. Because I've always seen the world from this more energetic perspective and known that there was an underlying reason for all of these things that were happening to people. And if we go the mental health route, I've always known that it's because they've experienced a trauma that's gotten stuck somewhere. So the fact that, like, who was, who is it that put out that video, um, that documentary, Gabor? Gabor Mate. Gabor Mate. I'm like, duh. It should, yeah. It doesn't seem surprising to somebody like you, but for for his the audience that he's trying to reach, mm. it's revolutionary and hard for people to accept. He tries to talk to doctors who are in the cases of, say, we'll call it spontaneous remission of, say, cancer. Mm-hmm. Doctors, for the most part, will either not believe that this has actually happened, and if they can see it in tests, they don't ask why. They aren't inquisitive. They aren't curious. Mm. It just runs contrary to everything they know. There was no surgery. There was no chemotherapy. There was no radiation. And they don't ask the patient, how did you do this? Yeah, what happened? What happened? What changed in your life? They just say, it was spontaneous remission. Cool. And they walk out and talk to the next patient. Okay. Wow. And what if healers were more curious? And I think that's what I find appealing about Gabor Mate is that he comes from the conventional medical model. And through his work experience and life experience, he has become curious Mm. and he's following that curiosity. Mm. And Mm. Mm, I got chills. Yeah, Mm. I know. That's why I should give him another chance. Oh, no, no, I'm not saying that he's doing anything wrong. No. What I'm saying is why is this a surprise and why Mm -hmm. is it just coming out now? Like, I don't get it. Great question. (laughs) I don't know. It's new to me, so it it feels new. And it's probably not new to a lot of people. And I certainly don't mean to be dismissive or demeaning to people. Actually, no, this is... is, So it's new to Western culture. A lot of what these healing practices reach back to are indigenous healing practices. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Healing practices that were Mm community-based, that were relational, Mm-hmm. We want to take the individual and isolate them yeah. and heal them where 
traditionally, you know, indigenous healing practices, it was a relational healing practice. Yeah. And that is, we haven't gotten there yet in our culture, but maybe we're heading that direction. I don't know. I think so. I hope so. Because this draws us back to a conversation we had previously where I'm saying you can get free individually and social change happens one by one sort of, but <laughs> when you change individually, you then connect more with the community. You yes. build community when you recognize your wholeness in yourself, you actually connect on a much deeper level. So energetically, what does that look like? Into a community. Energetically, I mean, I'm seeing almost like cells and there's these individual cells and when one of the individual cells recognizes that it encompasses the universe, it sees that every single cell encompasses the universe and therefore they're not actually separate in that sense. And they're completely interconnected. So like we're all just little cells moving around this earth. <laughs> and one day we're going to recognize that I'm not actually not you. Love it. I'm you in a different body. Community healing. Yeah. And then just to also recognize that the universal energy, the divine mind, the divine intelligence, whatever you want to call it, the infinite intelligence is running the show. And we're so in our minds and think that we have these minds and they're brilliant. And it's wonderful because we can do so much with our brains and our minds to think. But that's not where the answers are. The body holds the answers. The soul does. And that's the body. And it's when we can still the mind like indigenous practices teach and eastern practices teach that's where instead of trying to force a vision into being like we teach manifestation in this culture which i don't like because it doesn't work because we're trying to force something into being which maybe isn't meant to be instead of that the divine picture will arise in your mind and you'll see it i think this is why i'm here in bennington because it was it's not like i I was like, okay, where am I going to live? And I'm going to make it happen. Right. You didn't intellectualize the process. You felt not. it. It was a felt wisdom. It was, which, it was annoying. Which resides in your body. Yeah. Through your soul. And, and then. Rises intellectually as, oh, I need to go find a house. And a job and stuff. And a job. Exactly. And make this happen. Exactly. And it started. And I mean, the path has just unfolded and opened up in brilliant, beautiful ways. And I imagine that it will continue to because that's the way I live my life. I Another quote from Florence Scovel Shin is, I look with wonder at that which is before me. If we can continue to look with wonder at what's happening, I mean, come on. And I want to get that message. I would love to have everyone be conscious of that. We live in a society that that's not the case right now. Tools for freedom are hidden from so many people. If you grow up without access to thought like this, without these practices that get you more in touch with your body and yourself, you're going to continue to try to force things and live in your head and make things happen. And you're going against a system that is pushing against you constantly. So if we can get this true information, these universal laws into places where people don't have access to them, they may or may not take it. That's not up for us or it's not up to it's not up to me what you do with information that you're given, but if I can in some way elevate someone's day, that's, I don't know. Your thought and sound waves are out there. Yeah. Look out for the podcast. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this really. Yeah. But I just hope that 
I would love to see everyone have access to this truth. Like, in my opinion, it's truth because I've seen it function in so many different lives in this universal way. These natural laws, you can't really break natural laws. They're there. We all live through them. And if everyone knew the natural laws, the doctors who don't believe in spontaneity, like it was spontaneous, like they don't care why it happened. They're not curious. Well, it happened because there was something energetically that did not allow the cancer to remain. So it dissolved. Cool. Very. I got to put those scones in the oven. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Bye, everybody. We love you. Yeah, Mike was over. We made scones, had some salad for dinner, made these episodes. That got tangential, maybe a little existential, and kind of deep. I'd love to know your thoughts about it. Mike would love to know your thoughts about it. So contact me at laurachristine.us slash contact. How do you see healing happen best? What is your solution for treating mental health disorders or any kind of disorders? What would you like to see in this world? How would you like our society to approach it? Are we doing it right in some ways? I mean, maybe we are. What are some ways we are doing it right? And what are some ways that we could definitely use improvements on? Here we are. We're all evolving. We're all evolving together. Let's talk about it. Let's get it out there. Let's get those sound waves, that vibration out into the open and let the universe do what it wants with it. Ooh, that's exciting and juicy. Thanks again for listening. Always. I so appreciate you. I appreciate your thoughts, your perspectives, your contributions. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash 100 ways to support the show. And until next time, we are sending all the love and then some more. We'll talk tomorrow. Thank you for exploring with me today. I would love to continue this conversation with you. We can do that at laurachristine.us. You'll find contact in the menu or you can go to laurachristine.us slash contact and you'll be taken right to it. Let's dive in a little deeper and see how fully we can flow with the duh. Thank you for being here. I would love to hear from you. Go to laurachristine.us to let me know your thoughts on this. And remember, as Rumi said, there are hundreds of ways to kneel and kiss the ground. Also, you can't fuck it up. I said that. Thank you.